do the listen back after I've uploaded it. Mm-hmm. We sound great at 1.5 speed. Oh, really? Yeah, it sounds so much. <laughs> it sounds so much more natural. That sounds about right. Yeah. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008, when I was in high school. Each week we hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time, and we'll examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities, always asking, why in the world did I write this? I'm dragging my dear friend Dave along with me on this journey into my old private journal. Dave, thank you. You're welcome? Yeah, I mean, we're eight in and you're still here. Yeah, I mean, we might have to change like the intro because friend is becoming a more and more relative term. I initially... At the start of this thing, approach Dave with the idea that we could share our collective writings. But Dave came to me with nothing to show for it. So we have to sit through my poetry every single week. Have you heard of this thing? Reason Invention, it's really cool. Um, it's called Fire. And you can take, like, art projects that you did in elementary school or writing assignments from high school and you can uh like fire it i, I believe oh it might be set it on fire mm. that's the word mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what i did with all of my stuff i should have done that but instead we're doing this <laughs> let's do it <laughs> poem number eight from the wolf journal <laughs> Dave, this this poem today is titled, I, I don't even know how to read this title. It's The Blank. And how I decided to draw the blank is I put the article the is there, and then I just have an underline. Okay. The blank. I'd prefer the beep, <laughs> but that works. The redacted. Ah, the redacted. No one can see the wind, but we feel it. No one can see the air, but we breathe it. No one can see emptiness, but we can fill it. No one can see God, but I believe it. That's kind of nice. Really? I mean, it reminds me of a lot of different uh, poems I've heard before. So what I'm trying to say is very unoriginal. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think there's there's a lot of nice stuff in there. It is corny, like just yeah. real corny. It, it does come off very kind of um, saccharine. Is that the word? Uh, I think you mispronounced terrible, but whatever. We'll allow it. This comes off apologetic in its nature. A defense of God. Yeah, I get that. I mentioned all the way back on our first episode, there is this time in my life 
when I was much more into kind of the evangelical world, whether I realized it or not. Hmm. And there's a lot of those like um, proof of God type texts. Uh, um, what was that big one? Like the case for Christ, mm-hmm. the those Lee Strobel books where there were active arguments about like the proof of God. Right. And I can feel myself taking a crack at that when writing this poem. That's a weird way to take it just because like the case for Christ is a lot of arguments on faith. And this is a poem. I get that, but, (laughs) but you can see, (laughs) I understand. I understand. Yeah. Oh, my poor little sophomore mind. (laughs) Oh man. Sophomore has never been a more apt descriptor. Yeah. Soft being wise, uh, you know, sophomoric Sophomoric, is uh, a wise fool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty good for this. You know, it's the the wisdom that we're seeking in high school, which to us feels really like out there and really uh, groundbreaking. But I mean, these are arguments that have existed for literally thousands of years. Yeah, well, well <laughs> trod. It's really pretty flimsy. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's that's where we start. That's where we start. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to I want to dig into some structure here. Okay. Yeah. Because so the title you left out a very important part of this title. Okay. It's the blank period. Now, um, yeah, I am curious as to what you need to say about that. But that is a printed edition. Okay. And the original uh, pencil writing, the period is lacking. But in the in the (laughs) the the document, which I will call the anthology. Oh my gosh. It feels like you're trying to kill me. It did have the period. So I I put that in there. So so what do you have to say about that? Well, it's just, it's interesting because the period is, you know, it's finality, but it's also the matter of fact. It's not an exclamation point. It's not a emphatic statement. It's just a statement. And so now I'm wondering like what that blank is because you don't have a verb in here it's not a sentence but you're using a period as a mark of finality Mm. so it's kind of a a break from what i would expect Ooh, i surprised you dave uh that's not always a good thing buddy no i i understand but the you engaged in this as if it actually had some, like, merit? Oh, we've got more, Aaron. Because the, the title is a whole thing unto itself. So we've got no one, no one, no one, no one. But we, but we, but we, but I. Yes. So we all can feel it. 
we all can breathe it, we all can fill it, but I believe. I, I like that as a... You're looking at this as you have three different proofs of knowing something that we all know, and then you get to this final proof, or this final statement, and it's something that you know. And it kind of goes back to uh, the poem, uh, was it Truth? Mm-hmm. That was, you know, a little bit of your own self-aggrandizement. <laughs> I have it, do you? <laughs> or I, I know truth, do you? Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, this one is less accusatory. This is more uh, where you're at rather than I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're we're seeing an evolution in thought here um, mm -hmm. in that almost a year has passed since truth. Sure. I think um, it's much more of like a personal Kratos. To, man, we're really yeah. dipping back into my first three uh with with truth and i yeah um what was the other one i had gosh life oh yeah we can skip life life, life also was written down yes it was also something that happened it was a thing but, um, <laughs> yeah I, I think this shows kind of both of those the truth and the i kind of melding together in this one in that I'm I'm seeking a truth I'm declaring mm -hmm. a truth and I I would argue that that blank could actually be filled with the unseen truth oh. um and it's it, it's revealed in that credo statement at the end I believe sure um the unseen truth huh so I I want to ask like do you remember having an idea for what that blank was at the time? No, and I wish I did. I mean, I, the things I'm looking at here, wind, air, emptiness, technically God, depending on how you, how you want to define God, those are the invisible things. Sure. And so rather than write the invisible, I think I was demonstrating in invisibleness uh, or or unseeable things with huh. this blank space um that not even a word could truly describe it's it's just i don't know sure i that would that would be my best guess and maybe i just couldn't come up with the title yeah <laughs> i i so i've been thinking about this now because i think i've got it so the blank is the sound it's it is that unseeable unknowable unexaminable whatever so i think what you were trying to do but you didn't have the 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 vocabulary for it i think this poem should be titled the oh my soul hurts <laughs> yes you just like you like trolled me with that. Yep, yep, hundred percent. I got way too excited about it. It was real fun for me, and it was good because I saw the softness in your eyes. Like you were, you were interested as to what I was gonna say, and then all of a sudden, air horn. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> but I, I will say, 
as much as I'm making fun of this one, I kind of like it. There's a lot of poetry that treads on this, this territory in what episode did we use? We used a poem from the basement of a cathedral in Cologne. Uh, we used that on I. Uh, so episode, on I. Episode three. Yep. There we go. That has the, I believe in the sun, uh, even when it's not shining. I believe in uh, love, even when there's no one there. I believe in God, even when he is silent. Yeah. 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 Had I not already used that one in right. episode three, that would totally be my go-to for this one. Um. <laughs> I wonder, once we get to our, like, you know, 25th episode, I think we need to sit down and really figure out how many of your poems retread the same steps and how many of your poems we could use that poem for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking ahead, I don't think that one will be the, the best one to repeat. Okay, fair enough. I, I almost say that this, this kind of will be a definitive breaking point in my style okay and not to give too many spoilers but the road ahead is uh it's it's um very emo oh yeah oh gosh i was kidding <laughs> no we hit the emo we hit the emo hard at the page turn here um so this is a a closing to a chapter uh i think that's that truly started back at episode I mean, with the first poem, Truth. Sure. Truth and I. And you know what? I'm going to throw Sing in there, too. Okay. Um, sing in Silence. It, yes, you were you were trolling me with your burr, burr, yeah. burr party sound. But, yeah, of course. But. Party sound, you old fuddy-duddy. I mean, you and I have dedicated our lives at this point to mm-hmm. preaching. That yes. is our that is our calling, or how we uh, define our vocation at this time. Ooh, mm-hmm. a lot of lovely Lutheran words there for you. All. <laughs> there will be a test for all of our vocabulary at the end of this episode. <laughs> but you you talked about how what maybe I was looking for was a sound mm-hmm. because you can't hear it, and. Uh, not to take myself too seriously with this sophomore poem, but <laughs> you fill that space with the proclaimed word. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So that's the truth. You you proclaim yeah. the gospel truth, I guess. Um, and I hope this doesn't alienate anyone who's listening to this who who doesn't hold that as your your um belief uh it's just the the background that that dave and i both share um and and so the ways in which we articulate our faith or our philosophies i I think that's something that we we seek to find the right words i guess Mm -hmm. and and once those words are are found you 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 find yourself in them Hmm. who was it that said uh preach the gospel at all times if necessary use words Oh gosh! Um, hello, Google, my old friend. <laughs> oh, uh, Francis of Assisi. Ah, that's why I like yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I remember we had a, a professor who 
uh, would often quote that and say, preach the gospel at all times, if necessary, use words. And I'm here to tell you that it's necessary. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I think that kind of fits in with, you know, the air, you can't see it. The, the breeze, you can't, uh, you can only feel it. The emptiness, you can fill it. Um, but, you know, we trust that God is there and we need to talk about it. That's, I think that's a, a less succinct way of saying what you're saying, a less uh, cultured way of saying what you're saying, but that's kind of my shtick. Yeah, you know. Oh, I worry this one is almost too serious of an episode at this point. Um, well, I think um, there's probably enough here. We could probably close it out before we, you all are rolling your eyes too much. We're going to ask the question on everyone's mind. Mm. The question we always look forward to. The part where Dave actually plays a big role. At- <laughs> <laughs> the part where Dave actually does something. <laughs> Good or garbage, Dave? So as we were doing this, my uh, dehumidifier kicked on mm-hmm. in the other room. Um, and I think that's giving me the metaphor that I want to use for it. Because there is water in the air all around us. And my dehumidifier is pulling that water out of the air. I don't know that it's there, like I can't feel it or anything, but then I can see it come out of the hose in my dehumidifier. And I know that it's water. I wouldn't drink it, but I know that it's water. So this poem is water from my dehumidifier. Oh, I was hoping that you were going to say this poem is the dehumidifier. Absolutely Bringing the invisible to the visual. Absolutely not. Well, agree to disagree, Dave. (laughs) I'm going to, my takeaway is this is a dehumidifier for the soul. No? Are souls particularly humid? We're going to end this with the words of a true poet to bring us back to reality and to some sense of literary quality. This is a selection of a poem called God's Grandeur from Gerard Manley Hopkins. The world is charged with the grandeur of God. It will flame out like shining from shook foil. It gathers to a greatness like the ooze of oil. Crushed, why do men then now not wreck his rod? Generations have trod, have trod, have trod. And all is seared with trade, bleared, smeared with toil, and wears man's smudge and shares man's smell, the soil. Well, thank you for listening, and go and write your own bad poetry. Welcome. I've thought we've gone off the rails before. <laughs> oh, I know. That was that was it. Rhyme free doesn't matter to me. It's my bad. It's poetry. <laughs>